This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Hello and welcome to the Theology Gaming Podcast. My name is Zachary Oliver, the owner and proprietor of the Theology Gaming Blog. And with me today are two special guests, and one of them is older than the other. One of these things is like the other. One of these things is... I'm your father. Ted Loring! Your father. That was my Star Wars Ted Vader sound. Ted Vader? Do you mean like Big Van Vader, the wrestler, or do you mean like... There actually was a Chad Vader. Have you not heard of that? Look up Chad Vader. It's this web series. And the thing is, the guy did such a perfect impression of... um, Is my webcam moving for you guys? It's not moving for me. It's fine. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm blaming on the Elgato because I'm. But um, basically, Chad Vader is um an assistant manager at a grocery store. He's innocent. Oh wait, we were just introducing people, not talking about Chad Vader. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, hey Elijah, how you doing? (laughs) Well, I played Silent Hill Downpour, so I've been better. Yeah, anyone could be could be better. What is that on a PlayStation Two or something? It's on PlayStation Three and Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. It supposedly is a spiritual successor to Silent Hill: Shattered Memories, but it kind of feels like I'm insulting Silent Hill: Shattered Memories by saying that. Shattered Memories was on the Wii, correct? It's on the Wii, PS Two, and PSP. It is still one of my all-time favorite adventure survival horror games. Where you run, 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 and run, and run some more, and then run after you're done running. And really? solve some puzzles along the way when you're not running. Really? Is and then run some more. Yeah, there's no fighting there or anything you, like that. You can you hold constantly flee. I guess this you is can why do I what? Play these. You can do what? The flames or something? There's you can grab flares. They're lying around certain environments. Oh, okay. And there's a lot of stealth mechanics. Basically, it was kind of like Alan Wake. Yeah, it was a lot like if Alan Wake and Penumbra kind of came together. And the controls are incredibly intuitive. Like, you could look behind yourself in the middle of a chase. It felt cinematic without actually forcing any scripting or anything. This game is kind of like, I can look behind me. There's absolutely no reason to. It's the opposite of fun. It is the opposite of fun. Silent Hill Downpour (laughs) is the opposite of fun. That's a good thing to know. They programmed it in the rain. That's why they called it that. They're like, hey, we're making the next Silent Hill game. Oh, is that a thunderclap? Oh. <laughs> Let's call our game Silent Hill Down, Down. what was it, Downpour? Yeah, Downpour. downpour. And, the th- and apparently the only thing the rain actually has to do with anything is that the rain technically indicates that more enemies are coming and everything, but there's no real point to it. It doesn't add anything, and you can pretty much tell when more enemies are coming just on your own. I like so the this sequel. game is leaving you feeling all wet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the sequel, Silent Hill Water Reservoir. Are you serious? No. <laughs> oh. Because <laughs> it does not. Uh, I want to see frightening. Silent Hill Sunny Day. <laughs> Silent Silent Hill Fog. Well, that's true, right? Yeah. Well, PS1 era graphics, right? Just like episode one, The Phantom Menace. Silent Hill, 50% <laughs> chance of rain. Actually, you know what? This runs like if it was being rendered on a PS1. Seriously. <laughs> the, the Apparently, the PS3 version got eight patches. But unfortunately, because GameStop only had the Xbox version, I'm playing the 360 version that got two patches total. That seems like a bizarre contrast. Konami has always been weird about Xbox. Konami has always been weird about Xbox. That's why you don't get Silent Hill HD on Xbox. You get it on PlayStation. There's actual patches for it on PlayStation. But because they're a Japanese company and they just do not care. (laughs) No, the two that they did were more efficient than the five on the PlayStation. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's remember they were advertising processing. It's so much more efficient. That's why whenever I round the corner of a house outside in the kind of quasi-open world of Silent Hill, it chugs like, you know, I'm running it on a single-core processor. Yeah, like my brother who plays World of Warcraft on a single-core processor somehow. I don't want to even imagine doing that. That that, that, that must be like playing stop-motion animation. He doesn't seem to care because he's cheap. <laughs> Thing goes like this. 
I'm playing it on my 486 DX. It yeah. runs at 25 megahertz. <laughs> Gets a solid uh, 10 frames per second. If I'm running happening. it on Windows 3.1. All right. So the main thing we we're going to talk about, though, is that Star Wars trailer thing. Not not the new Star Wars trailer. Oh, we're not talking about the movie series at all. I'm not going to participate in, in oh, any way. Did you see the trailer or are you not going to see any trailers? Not, if you're talking about the upcoming movie, I have not read or watched any trailers. I am a complete tabula rasa as far as the next Star Wars movie. Really? Tabula rasa. I will get up and walk away if you guys start talking about the movie. Don't worry. Uh, I don't know anything about the movie and the trailer. I do, but for my own self-preservation, I want to have a, a clean impression of it. When I go see it one day in the theater. Yeah, because it will reinvigorate your childhood. And I did purchase the six movies on HD uh, streaming through Amazon in this case. It became available last week, I think. Really? And, yeah, so I just finished watching halfway through episode two. And I already did four, five, and six because I can't. I have to watch it starting at four, five, and six. I can't do one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, you're not doing them in order? Well, I'm doing them <laughs> in order, but not in order. Ted, have you ever seen the Phantom edit? Your skin's not I like want sandpaper. To it. It's, it's not on like YouTube. Sandpaper. It's on YouTube. Okay, and I need to I'll look. I've heard you. about I it, and I would love it. to see that because. I've heard that it takes out some of the ridiculous parts involving Jar Jar and stuff like that. Oh, Jar Jar is basically gone. Jar Jar yeah. is basically gone. The only downside is – Oh, no. Misha don't like it. What's wrong with Jar Jar? Or Jar Jar. Uh, he was created for lunchboxes. But he's That's awesome. Awful. But here's he's the, the best character in be, the whole movie. He was going to be a badass bounty hunter. Seriously. He was going to be this – he was basically going to be Boba Fett before Boba Fett existed – and then George Lucas turned him into... He's a clumsy bounty hunter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Boss Nass. Oh. <laughs> I haven't watched those in a while. No. Maybe the Phantom Meta would be great to watch. So maybe I will do that if I'm... Hey, I've got the time. I could do it. I'm, I've got a little time off from work. So I'll link you after this is done. Excellent. illegal. <laughs> It probably is that eh, one, isn't it? Yeah, it probably. Yeah. But eh. somebody did that with The Hobbit too. They took all three movies yeah. and made it like the book. Oh yeah, everybody keeps adding The Hobbit. It's like the new hobby of everyone is like, how can we make this less than four hours? I don't know. I kind of like the ten-hour experience. <laughs> My wife loves the whole Middle Earth thing. She could, they could have made it six movies long. Well, it is six Hobbit. movies long now happy. that you mention it. No, but just The Hobbit. You know? She could. She just loves it. And that's great. You know, It's wonderful having a wife that loves Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Have you watched the appendices on that thing? They just go on forever. And then you learn everything about the movie. I, it is true, yes. I've watched many of them, but I haven't seen all of them because it's hours Well, and you don't hours. have six hours available to watch it for every single film. <laughs> The Hobbit, the Hobbit making of one is like nine hours long. Before The Hobbit came out, a local movie theater did The Lord of the Rings, all three movies, one after the other. The Marathon. The original? Extended. Oh, yeah, man. It, we started at like nine in the morning and we finished at 11 at night or something <laughs> like that because we took breaks in between the movies oh good they provided food <laughs> That's a good well we you could leave the theater and go get something which is what we did but that was a great experience i i, I will never forget that day that i spent with my wife and she was getting tired and she didn't want to stay for the third one but i said you gotta do it and <laughs> And she did. She stuck it out, and she's glad that she did it. It's a marathon. It was a lot. It's a lot of watching, but it yeah. was great in the theater on the big screen again. Well, if you're with another person, at least you can flick each other's ears or smack each other in the face. <laughs> <laughs> in case by like ending three or four, you might you end up passing out. Uh, but this has nothing to do with Star Wars. Battlefront. That's yeah. the trailer that we're talking about. Is they're, that correct? They're releasing a new one, and there's a trailer for it. And um, 
EA is behind it, yes. which is the evil empire in itself. I understand that. Wait, how did, did they like get the license or something? Oh yeah, EA has the whole license. Visceral Games is working on. It, there's a strong rumor that EA's got Visceral Games working on Star Wars thirteen thirteen or whatever is going to be salvaged from did it. Did they buy it? They have the license from who? Disney gave them. Oh Disney. Disney. Oh, it must cost a ton of money. Oh my goodness. But EA has the deal. exclusive license to everything that is not a free to play game, a mobile game. Or a social media game. Those are the only things that Disney still retains the rights to. Otherwise, EA can pretty much do whatever they want with it. I mean, Star Wars did try to make um, Attack Squadrons. And while technically by NDA, I can't say a ton about it. Let's put it this way. It didn't go well. It did not go well. It was some good ideas, but it did not go well. So Disney's pretty much, like with everything gaming related, Disney just gave up as soon as there was a slight hint of problem. Well, here's what I, I think we should do here. We should let Elijah go last because he's going to shred the trailer. Have you seen the trailer, Zachary? I have seen the trailer. And what did you think of it? Um, you know, I have real no per- no personal stake in Star Wars, as you know. I'm right. fine with whatever. And uh, I played a couple of Battlefield games. I get I get the appeal. It's kind of like the um, the other series, what Dice makes. Was that's that the thing. You're highlighting the problem, though. It's not yeah, it's meant to like just that. be another Battlefield game. They're, then they just kind of reskin it, and, you know, it's Star Wars now. So, But yeah. the the original was not just straight-up Battlefield. That's the point. That's and now that they're... <laughs> All right. Take it so as here's... someone who played over 200 hours, pal. Trust me, there's a difference. Okay, yeah, sure so let me... Do. Before he shreds... I didn't, even, me... I didn't even say what my opinion on it was. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hold off there, Elijah. Yeah. He's stu- he, he stu- Keep he the bullets out of the chamber. Fisticuffs. Fisticuffs of lightning. <laughs> Virtual Put fighting. up your dukes. <laughs> oh, no, he used the I'm going to punch you through the internet. Oh, the ratings are just dropping. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, my opinion on it is that it's a... Game engine footage <laughs> within like the first 10 seconds. So I imagine it's just a trailer and not really seeming to represent the actual game in itself. It's kind of like, here's an impression of what Star Wars Battlefield by EA will be in the future. So it's more of a preview of the general feel and idea of the game than it is like footage of the game. So It's a CGI trailer. Yeah, pretty much. Hey, it better look like what I saw because when it's they say... Actual game footage. It says game engine footage. Game, game engine footage, whatever you want to call it. Man, it looked very realistic. And I could think, wow, man, I'd be on Endor or I'd be on the ice planet Hoth doing all this stuff. It'd be awesome. Actually, I didn't really play much Battlefront, by the way. I, I wasn't um, very good at the one I played. But You know, Killzone 2 trailer looked pretty realistic, too. That was the one that did that slow motion bullet, right? Yeah, and it looked <laughs> elaborate. And then when the game came out, it didn't look half as good as the actual trailer so well i will be disappointed because they gave me the impression that that will be my gaming experience so it is very possible that after it comes out i may turn into elijah <laughs> so wait is it in going a, out for everything in well, a spiritual so way ps4 xbox one pc oh not for wii u i am so surprised <laughs> <laughs> Well, here's the, here's that's the, the only one I own. Of course it's that way. <laughs> here's the irony, though. If Free Radicals Battlefront had released, there would have been a Battlefront on the original Wii. There would have been a full multiplayer shooter on the Wii if LucasArts hadn't killed it. Eh, well, they probably well, expected in that. The past. Thing, so. Can't live in the past, man. Got to move forward. Well, everything and, that uh, had the Wii, every game that came out on the Wii, or at least 75% of it is like landfill material, so... I mean, it's not like it was a good idea to release more games on it, especially EA games. <laughs> Come on, I'm I'm waiting to start <laughs> saying my feelings on this game. Say your so. feelings. Okay, so that was only my feelings. I was impressed by the graphics that I was seeing, and that I would just again reiterate that I would be disappointed if that was not the actual game experience for me, because yeah. it led me to believe. That's what playing that game was like. Yeah, and Ted, I, know, I guarantee you, you're talking you about disappointments. Yeah, open your heart, let it all out. <laughs> this is uh, we're your therapist. Go ahead. We can help. We've been waiting over two years 
They've given us the slimmest tidbits they could. They hype us up so much. It's called marketing. What do we get? A stupid CGI trailer that tells us almost nothing. I literally, right before that, read a Game Informer preview that told me more. Reading text about the game actually told me more than the actual PR material they themselves created. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's part of what a trailer's supposed to do. It's just supposed what to get you, you wanting, excited. Like a, a technical breakdown of it or something? Or I'm not looking for a technical breakdown. I was looking for, I don't know, some like amount like of actual a- footage. Like, show me... What it looks like if I'm in first person, show a little bit of the gunplay. I don't care if it's overly scripted, but what they showed could have just been a fan film as far as I'm considered. It told so little. The only actual consistent fact with the game is that there is a mode called Walker Assault, which will involve AT-ATs on various planets. Oh, yeah. And they also confirmed that there's going to be multiple species for the Rebel Alliance. That's it. Also, other things that are not... Oh, also, speaking of things that are confirmed as not coming back from Star Wars Battlefront, the entire Clone Wars era, which was actually the favored era by most of the multiplayer community on PC, yeah, it's completely gone. Um, so far from the looks of it, it appears that Celest, Jakku, the new planet from The Force Awakens... Yeah, seriously, Jakku? They need- what is Jakku? That's the new planet. That the, that's the planet in the trailer that I can't spoil because I can't spoil to Ted. Um, Hoth, Endor, and I think there might be one other planet. They're only using five planets. They'll be apparently doing supposedly multiple – all right, Tatooine. So we've got two desert planets. When, when are spoilers ice. over? The spoilers are over. Spoilers are over now, Ted. Okay, all there right. There weren't any. Yeah, there weren't it's any. Something about another planet. No, Hello? Yeah. So, that's here's, over. Here's the grand thing we're getting here out of the entire Star Wars universe. We're getting two desert planets now instead of one that look basically identical. We're getting Endor, which has been done to death. We're getting Hoth, which has been done to death. The only environment that is unique and anyway offering something new is Sullust, which is that lava plant you see in all the promo trailers and everything. That is Sullust. That's the homeworld of the guy who goes... right. that was the first thing I thought of. Yeah, Celeste is the only one that actually looks really interesting. I love the idea of an HG Hoth and an HG Andor because I am a huge Star Wars nerd. I was even bigger one when I was younger, but come on, only five planets? You know what I think would be a great idea would be Lego Battlefront coming out. You know, out. people actually There's want to There's not enough take... Star Wars Lego games. People Lego actually want... Battlefront. There actually was... That's pretty good. I was actually anticipated as a mod for Battlefront 2. There's tons of PC mods, but so no one ever actually got to come together, unfortunately. Ted, why don't you work for EA? I know. I'm the idea man, right? They're just flowing. Silent so, rain downpour. So you would actually have a name that's pronounceable. EA could that. <laughs> so here's my thoughts on this trailer. My guess is that most of Battlefield's audience is going to be Star Wars fans in primary who are casual gamers second okay zach that would be my guess battle front oh no no i understand i understand about these things whatever battlefield battlefront anyway the star wars <laughs> thing where people fight in big battles battle zone something I battle don't know. zone we have no battle con- tanks hold up i am not done yet hold on i am holding I think you're expecting too much. There are no AI. From what I understand, we're looking at potentially no AI being included in the game. The original two games included AI like Titanfall did. Almost every bare minimum detail that they could potentially give, they're not even giving in previews. Seriously, they are fighting tooth and nail to hold back as much as they can. And realize, this game comes out in six months. So there's not a lot of time left. They're really keeping it close to the vest. Oh, You're too be close! Pleasantly surprised. Time for the they are the playing it too close. At this point, you want to start getting people jazzed. The Force Awakens has its second trailer out, and it's still got even a little bit longer to go. No, we didn't say nothing about the trailer. We didn't Dad. say anything. <laughs> All right, I'm putting my earpiece back if in. If we mention the very existence of a trailer, Ted like shirks back in fear <laughs> that we might reveal <laughs> I, something. I There's pull my earplug out and. They say the words of the Force a lot in the trailer. Okay, all right. Stop. <laughs> there's, a, there's a quote from episode six. 
Yeah, it's the force. <laughs> you they guys say, don't do this to they me. They say stuff about you know, the force. You, you know, we could start just making stuff up, and you wouldn't even be able to tell now. Now that we're making fun of you, you won't even be able to know. <laughs> Yoda returns. <laughs> I can't. You, you did ask me, Elijah, on. On Sniper Elite 3, you were like, oh, Winston Churchill's in Africa for a photo session or something like that. See? So I'm playing that download saying, well, where's where's Winston Churchill for the photo session? <laughs> There's no <laughs> photo <laughs> session. That was really interesting. Elijah! <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you're awful. Here's, uh, but seriously, they are playing it too close to we don't know if instant action mode. One of the best things about Star Wars Battlefront was you could just cool up a bunch of maps in whatever playlist you wanted, instantly play it in instant action. That's not uh, – we don't know that that's happening. There was this m- sort of light strategy game, um, Galactic Conquest mode, where you could take on the AI and you had to manage a little bit of resources. It was neat. It worked a lot better in Battlefront 2. No confirmation that it's coming back. The only yeah. thing we actually e- – know about the single player is that it is probably basically going to be instance special missions. The upside is hey, co-op! Split screen co-op is actually coming back. However, it's only for offline play. Online co-op exists. They're bringing back the partner system for Medal of Honor Warfighter, which is like the one good idea Medal of Honor Warfighter had to it. And they're bringing that into the multiplayer, which I actually like. I'm glad they're detailing that, hey, you can actually unlock stuff, and you can give that to your partner. Even if they're a lower level, they can have the higher level gear. That is awesome. Elijah, as an unofficial spokesman for EA now, now that I'm an idea guy for EA, I just want to say whatever your favorite parts of Battlefront are, they're going to be in the new one, but better. And that comes from my (laughs) EA heart to yours. So, if I like your optimism, your instant action, it's going to be more action and more instant. Yeah, more instant. Like, yes. Down to the millisecond. And uh, how many people do you think there's going to be in combat at the same time? 100 versus 100. Actually, it's well, now it's going to be 1,000 versus 1,000. Yes. Our As EA spokesperson, I am letting you know that's how it's going to be. Free Radical was actually supposed to make that happen. Seriously, they were supposed to somehow on an Xbox and PS3 make 100 players versus 100 players with air-to-space combat. Yeah, that's that, my promise to you. That is kind of nuts imagining that on this. But uh, <laughs> here's the other big issue that I kind of am picking with it is, and I'm hoping that this is just wording. They've described heroes, vehicles, and some, for example, they said shielding for some reason, as basically power-ups. And it's kind of just, it's like, okay, technically speaking, you could have viewed the original heroes in Star Wars Battlefront 2 as something like a power-up or like a kill streak reward. But the thing is, the way they're making it sound, they're making it sound like everybody's going to be camping around the base, not waiting for the AT-AT, but they're going to be waiting for to play as Darth Vader. And I don't look forward to that. Whereas in Battlefront 2, it's kind of like, okay, who's doing best in on the team? And or, okay, who hasn't gotten to do it yet? Okay, you get to play as Vader once for this round. It was as simple as that. It, I'm hoping It'll be it, like that. It'll be just like that, except better. <laughs> I hope Because like, we're going to let multiple people be Vader at the yeah, same time. Yeah, and multiple people will be Yoda, and there'll just be an <laughs> army of Yodas. There actually is a way to do that in Battlefront. Chad Vader, Ted Vader, they're all <laughs> in this new, Vader. New game. There actually is a way to do that. It's called Hero Assault in Battlefront 2. Everybody, all the heroes get spawned in on opposing teams, heroes versus villains. See? And, and it, that, that actually was a fair amount of yep. fun. But um, I'm describing yeah. what your experience but is going to be. But Ted, you are the unofficial spokesman. You are the unofficial spokesman. You do not dress up like a goth Ken doll, like uh, that one guy who talks for EA now. So um, I, I'm afraid I have to take everything you're saying with this. Let me get in here. Where's my eyeliner? My <laughs> ginormous piece of salt. I'm going to have to take it with this ginormous grain of salt. Is that a box of salt? <laughs> no. It's what practical purpose would that it serve? It represented a giant cube or, or a tiny piece of salt, I think is Sugar what cube. it was. Which, by the way, in the new game, <laughs> as EA spokesperson, there's going to be giant grains of salt for you to play with and, and bop around like little volleyballs. Yo- so. I'm telling you, look, Yoda and an AT-AT. Absolutely. It will happen. 
Yoda yep. in a Death Star. Yes, it will happen. <laughs> Yoda piles the Death Star on his own. He's going to be destroying Alderaan and all this other stuff. <laughs> Batman, I am. Oh, now. there's also no space combat. They also are removing space combat. And they That's start- a rumor. No, okay. it's not a rumor. We put a stop to this right away. It is away. confirmed. Well, it is uh, confirmed, Ted. Uh, tentative subject to change to be announced. Actually, sold later to you as DLC. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Oh. oh, you're catching on there. I'm catching on. Well done. Just like the Yoda skin will cost you $19.99. Plus, <laughs> shipping and handling for this tiny piece of paper that has a code on it because we can't give it oh. to you digitally. EA Ted starting to blush. You yeah, finally got so, it. You got to it. So that's what I would guess. I would guess this new Star Wars game is going to be a. Uh, it's going to be a platform from which they sell you DLC in the future, which is what's going to be announced at E3. Would be my guess. Oh, that's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be great. And they're going to go. You want this mode? You pay four ninety nine, or you want this? You know, they'll sell you a game piecemeal because this is the only way they can make money off it is to upsell you on everything. Well, let me put it this way: they're not doing a great job as of yet because the deluxe digital deluxe edition they're offering on Origin. Yeah, all it does is offer you early access to a small number of items and to skins. And the pre-order bonus is just to get a free piece of DLC early. Oh, <gasps> oh, see? See? They're giving you incentives to pay more money <laughs> that you would have paid anyway for the DLC. It's amazing. It's EA. They're so good at this. But yeah. let me put it this way. I was actually willing to look past all, this, all of the BS. I was... Let me put this... I was close to the point of pre-ordering the damn thing. I like Star Wars. Battle- I liked the Star Wars Battlefront that much back in the day. Now I'm not. Now I pretty much just you know it's like okay, so if I can actually manage to get a, the console a console in time that can play it, I'll pre-order Batman Arkham Knight so that I can have Red Hood and Harley Quinn, and I'm good. That's it. That's the very much the only game I'm going to want to be pre-ordering the entire year now. Well, anyway, this is being recorded, so one day after the game is out and he's talking about, I can't stop playing this game. I love it. It's the best thing. I love it. How it does the super duplex soup can double plus move. It makes me happy. And he's going to and we're going to we're going to play this or say, no, you can't enjoy this game because you said you're going to hate it. I didn't say I'm going to hate it. I'm just saying that I'm incredibly skeptical and not wasting any more money on it than I have to. So so here's my business perspective on this. My guess is that the majority of the market for this game is just going to be casual Star Wars fans. That's why you buy a license this big, right? Or at least you take it out from Disney. So they're coordinating a release that's near the new Star Wars movie. No plot spoilers are going to be mentioned, Ted. <laughs> no plot spoilers are going to be mentioned. All right. Okay. I'm keeping my ear. They're going to release it ear. close to the movie, right? They'll rope in a casual Star Wars fan who wants to go, oh, big battles and stuff. And then eventually... Once you buy the initial platform, whatever fifty nine ninety nine is the guess, right? Or more for whatever the special edition, and then they upsell people through DLC. I mean, it's a great business model. It's just that it's not really designed for the quote unquote core gamer, as you might say, because EA knows it can apply to multiple markets, and they have I other games. I don't know if Battlefront is considered to be a casual gamer. Now, how do you turn that into a casual game? Well, think of it like this: the more people you have in a multiplayer team-based shooter, the less each person's individual contribution will have for the most part. So, like, if you have 40 versus 40 people, it's kind of like total chaos to some degree. I mean, there will obviously be playable leagues and people will get super hardcore. About oh, no, it. it's only... It's, it's 40 players total. Oh, 20 versus 20? Yeah, it's actually smaller than current games on PlayStation 3 and Xbox. Huh. Eh, maybe they're trying to balance it. 20 versus 20, ground battles, Star Wars. That's a yeah. lot of people. It, I mean, 20 no. <laughs> versus 20 is still a lot. It's it's not like it's insufficient. It seems like they could you balance it around couldn't that, pay me to do that. Oh my! On goodness. the PS2, they could have 32 players going at once with 32 AI bots. The bots were dumb as shovels, but still. <laughs> and it costs money to make stupid AI that nobody's going to use anyway. So that's why they got rid of that. They assume most people buying are going to have an online connection. But they just proved that the AI actually works with things like Titanfall. They just recently proved that that actually gets more people to play the game. Look how well Titanfall's been doing. Yeah. 
Not very well. That's where I was headed. Yeah. Call of Duty did super good. It has a bot mode too. There's a training mode and everything that uses bots. It's been proven to work. But that's why they have unlimited money. So they can do that if they want. (laughs) Because any three, four developers are working on Call of Duty games at any one time in sequence. No, it's one developer every is working on one for three yeah. years in a cycle. Yeah, that's how they get it out every year. Sledgehammer is working on one. Treyarch's working on one. Infinity Ward's working yeah. on one. Institute. Yeah, but they're actually doing it in a way more pro developer way. As a result, it's, there's a lot less backlash to the developer. You're the first person that I've heard that's saying Activision is pro developer. But okay, I'm not saying Activision <laughs> is pro developers in general, but. Originally, they had to make one in a single year. They had to do the Assassin's Creed thing. Now they get three years, and they're getting let, allowed to do their own things with the IP. So on that curve, yeah, they get to do a lot better. They get to do a lot better than uh, Ubisoft would grind you to the bone before they'd be done with it. Like you, you named Duty. three developers. I thought it was just Treyarch and Infinity Ward. Well, what they, was the other one? Sledgehammer. Yeah, that's a new one. And what? which one did they do? Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, otherwise known as... Oh, the most recent yeah, one. Yeah, and they oh, okay. co-developed on the third Modern Warfare game, I believe. Yeah, they basically had to pick up the slack because Infinity Ward was going through the legal battle at that point. Uh, yeah, yeah, and all that yeah. jazz. I haven't played one since I guess Black Ops, but that's you need to play Advanced Warfare. Advanced Warfare is the first Call of Duty game in forever that I actually want to get at some point. Yeah, right. When it's like five dollars, six years from now. Yeah, Yeah. I bought a bunch of them for five bucks because I don't care about multiplayer. (laughs) So yeah, I just run me either. I did play a little bit of that game actually multiplayer. uh, I won't lie, because a friend talked me into it, and I was like, okay, I'm done. Was it compelling? It it looked good. That was, that's not answering the question, is it? You know, there were lots of things to kill and stuff. There were lots uh, of people to kill. I don't know if it was. I wonder if I was killing actual people. I think I might have been. Oh, that's terrible. Terrible. <laughs> yes, it's better to drop kick not real people, isn't it, Ted? Aww. I that that happened like one time. One time on a game I don't even play anymore. Wow. You said that it wasn't one thing. You said you were doing it a lot. Well, I was doing a lot when I was doing it that one time. That one time? How big is a one time, Ted? One time. One time. It was just, just, they were just women on the street, and I was just dragging them. They were just women on the street. I was just dragging, kicking them, and they would Uh, fly through the air. I would never do that to my mistress. They weren't my mistress. They were just little computer no, I images. Mean, I mean Hearthstone. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> you wouldn't do that. That's I can't true. drop kicker anyway. But did so, hey, are we going to be able to talk about what we've been playing? Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll do, we'll do that now. <laughs> this Is that okay? A, oh yeah, Guitar Hero Live. Everybody, you're going to buy that? No. <laughs> no. Well, I thought everybody was done with that. You since can play it in front of a live audience. They have like some fat people in a room and they just sit there and they, they wait for you to play and then they clap. Are for you serious? For you. Yeah. No, you are pulling my leg. No, no, no. Seriously. It's, that's why it's called guitar hero live. Do they have to be fat people? No, they can be thin people. They can be tall oh, okay. people. They can All be right. short people. They can be long people. Cause there's nothing better than more exciting than watching people play fake instruments. Yeah. They, to real they, songs. And then they get paid to cheer for you. Ted, have you seen right. what Twitch watches? Have you seen what Twitch watches, Ted? Twitch will watch no. anything. Will they? No, they won't watch anything. They'll watch paint dry. That's what it's like when you're watching someone play something like Diablo. And, oh, Rock Band 4. Also, it's going to support all your old plastic instruments. So I'm really wondering how they plan to do that. So if you own them, you can use them. How about that? They would have to be USB then, wouldn't they? What, do you have, like... You have I have USB some for the PlayStation Two. Were oh. those on USB or were those? No, those aren't compatible. <laughs> well, they're claiming that they will that's make them. The system, those games were out, right? It was PlayStation Two era? I mean, PlayStation Two, PlayStation Three, Wii. Oh yeah, and Wii. That's true. The Wii. Could you could you download songs on the Wii version? No. They had disc packs. You, you could buy, buy disc. physical disc packs. Yeah. Oh boy, Nintendo. I think uh. that era has passed, and it's going to be a major fail. That'd be my guess. Kind of like Tony Hawk Ride. <laughs> Wait, was that the one with the fake skateboard? Yeah, yeah, it was an absolute disaster of a game. And a- Wait, did you buy a dog? Did you play it? 
No, uh, honestly, if I saw it new and in the box, I might pick it up just for history's sake. Because I have this thing for abysmal failures. There were like a hundred in like a a stack at my local Best Buy at one point. <laughs> They're just <laughs> sitting there. Tony Hawk wants me to ride, but I just do not want to. No. I don't know if it was any good or not, but I'm assuming it wasn't or else there would have been people, you know, playing the game at least yeah. with a controller. Well, uh, the skate game is actually pretty good. That one actually makes I've, sense. I've thought about trying one of those out, but I never did it. Yeah, it's know? like – it's not like Tony Hawk because they use like the analog sticks for the jumping mechanic, the right analog right. stick. So it it looks like, like it's a lot yeah. closer it's, to it's showing intense. the feet. It's intense skateboarding it's action, intense? man. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> How many of those did they make? They made at least two. Did they make a third one? I think there's a third one. No. I think there's a third one. Anyway, let's get to what we were playing. Everyone knows that I'm playing Hearthstone and World of Warcraft. That's no surprise to anyone. I haven't had any free time to play anything else. So, so how much I'm money doing. did you throw into Hearthstone this week? Yes, how much? How much? Uh, well, last week uh, Amazon was having like a sale thing. So oh, it was like a... Uh, so if you buy Amazon's currency, which is Amazon coins, you right. get it for a 10% discount right off the top, right? So like if you spend $100, you get 90, you get what? No, if you spend $90, you get 100 Amazon coins, something like that, right? Right. So it's right. like a 10% discount, right? All right off the top. Then Hearthstone offers you a deal if you buy it through the Android store that if you buy uh packs through Amazon's version of Hearthstone, you get 30% of your purchase back in Amazon coins. So, like, let's say you spent 50, you spent like $50 on Hearthstone, right? You would get 30% of that back in Amazon's currency. So, 15 bucks or, or 15 coins. Yeah. So, if you spent like $50 plus, worth, you would get 15% back. Plus, you got the 10% discount right off the top. Which would have been five. So, that's like 20. You spend 50 and get 20. Yeah. I think. I'm not an accountant. No, like no, you it's, are. A, it's a pretty good deal. So, you can actually so, get a lot back. You, you so, get, the tally is now like 2,620. No, no. I only spent like a, you know, basically a retail game price. Right, right. But I ended up what? getting a lot of stuff, so I don't... Liar! I don't care. Well, I mean, this this time. For right now, it's I'm... It's great that I'm you found a game happy. that you enjoy so much. Oh, my God, I do. <laughs> I can't stop playing because there's so many crazy things you can do in it. I don't know. Trading card games are strange. They have always appealed to me, but I have not wanted to take the time or effort to actually go to a hobby shop and buy a bunch of Magic the Gathering cards. Plus, I like the Warcraft theme, so... You know, I think that's what appeals to me too. It, it's that Blizzard, yeah. Plus, I can play it on my phone now, which is uh, worse. So you can download <laughs> it on Android. <laughs> yeah, Android and iPhone now are supported. So if you ever wanted to play Hearthstone, you can play it on pretty much anything anyone owns: tablets, phones, PC, etc. Yes, play it on here. Can't play it on the what? A veto. The Vita? Yeah, a Vita? It's my Vita. Place oh, he said it right. He said it right. He said Vita. 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 Yeah, Plurstershed Vita. Das Vita. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's going to come out for that one. Sorry. <laughs> eh, nah. I don't think anybody now, actually Hey, what about anyway? the 3DS? Is it is it out for the 3DS? No. Okay, I'll just, you know, throw an idea out there. Well, I mean, basically everyone's a smartphone at this point, so. Even I own one, and I didn't even want one. I like two. I didn't even want want one of these, but I have one. Well, now you have something to play your game on. Everybody's like, you got a smartphone. I don't want one. You got a smartphone, and you haven't played Dead Space Mobile. There's something wrong with that. Well, but my, it, my it connects to it. everything. I mean, your accounts are all kind of together on that, or do you have? Are you playing it on two different accounts, two different oh, systems? Oh no, no, kind no! Of the accounts are. Uh, you can sign in on any device. Okay, transferable then. Then yeah. from one thing to another to another. Okay. If you play on Android, they give you, or if you play on Android, uh, Android phone, Android tablet, iPhone, or iPad, you get a free card pack just for playing any game at all. A digital card pack? Yeah, or well, you get five, one. but, you know. I mean, do you actually have any real ones just as, like, souvenirs? No. 
So when the apocalypse happens and all computers don't work anymore, when Blizzard, you got nothing. When Blizzard discontinues the game, which I doubt they will in the near future, since 20 million people have been playing it or have a count on it. Uh, life is temporary. Yeah. Well, I figured I'm getting my enjoyment now. I mean, that's why we were talking about earlier about older systems and it won't work eventually, you know, and that made us sad. Yeah. We're not we're not doing sad stuff though. We're just a happy podcast. My Dreamcast still works. <laughs> Mine Depends. does too right now. Yeah, Skies of Arcadia. I was like, oh, this is working. I better turn it upside down. Now it works. <laughs> yes, that won't always work though. Eventually, that will stop. Yeah, you actually you can replace the disc lens thing though. Yeah, the yeah. laser. But a lot of people, I think, as you mentioned, if they don't plug it in every once in a while, the CMOS battery will eventually start to leak and yeah. destroy the, oh, the board. Pin. Yeah, but well, it's just a fact. My Super NES still works somehow. That's true, but is there a like a timekeeping battery in your SNES? No, there's I not. Don't think so. Now there's batteries in your cartridges, and those may eventually go as well. Hey, question, so. Ted? Do you own a Retron Five? I'm just curious. I don't. I think I have a Retron 2 or 3. Because the with, 5 yeah, three. seems really interesting, at least just purely. Because it doesn't actually play the cartridge. When it first came out, I was this close to buying one and chose not to bite. And I sort of wish I had. I think part of the reason why I might want one is because I can't actually plug in many of my old systems into my... TV now because <laughs> all right. I've got is HDMI or component output. Right. So right. That's now great I, to do it. Yeah. Now I'm having problems. And it actually has uh, you know save state and stuff like that too. Yeah. Like Earthbound. I want to play Earthbound at some point. Right. And it's region free, I believe. So you can play a lot of uh, Japanese games and Ooh. stuff like that. And yeah. I actually own some Japanese games. Yeah. And maybe it will let me play so, them in translation patches. Um. I forget if you can do that. You know, what they make some kind of cartridge that has where you can put an SD card with ROMs in it and stuff like that. Oh, I don't know if that will work on the Retron or not. Though. That would be super cool if I could do that. I think someone tested that and it didn't work. If if I remember seeing that on a video. Oh darn it! Well, I tried so, playing through some of that and some of them. So speaking work. of going backward in time. You know, I have a certain game that I talk about every podcast, Sniper Elite 3, Sniper Elite 3. Now well, you're playing another Sniper Elite game. I went to order on Amazon and got it from a Goodwill store, the original Sniper Elite, <laughs> for the Xbox, for the original Xbox. So is it any good? Hmm. <laughs> that seems you know. Like- Take the things that I really like about Sniper Elite 2 and Sniper Elite 3. That would be the taking your breath before the shot and aiming carefully and then it going into super slow motion and then going into the skeleton view and seeing the bones break and the organs get shattered and crushed. This has none of that. No organ shattering? This I is mean, a disappointment. <laughs> And there's no helpful little red dot to help you figure out the best way to aim. You just have to learn how to snipe. I mean, you have to have your reticle or whatever that thing's called. Is it it called a reticle? Yes, it's called a reticle. Okay. Reticle, you have to have it above someone's head a certain amount of height for the bullet to drop and get somebody where you want to get them. And I don't quite have that figured out. But it is so fast-paced. I mean, the guy moves like he's Roadrunner. <laughs> he's sniping. <laughs> so, instead of me doing what I like to do in that game, which is to use the binoculars, find somebody, target somebody, and all of that stuff, you can't. This doesn't have any of that targeting business either. And you essentially, my strategy has been to just run full speed into a dangerous situation. See who's in there that might be trying to shoot me. Then I run back to a sufficient distance away and then take a few pot shots at him to kill him. So it is not <laughs> near so as So you take fun. the groundhog approach is what you're saying. What is that? You're, you're po- picking your head up from above oh, and survey danger. 
I thought you were thinking like the movie Groundhog Day. No, no, no. Same thing over and over. <laughs> yeah, I do. I'm like, here I am. Oh no, there's that guy. We want to kill him. Where'd he go, boy? He's fast. He's fast like the Roadrunner. You know, and so it's not so, as compelling. It's not as compelling. Obviously, the graphics are not quite as good, but the graphics are sufficient. I'm, I'm just really, I'm kind of amazed that they ever made a two and three, or how they even made enough money to make a two or three. Yeah. Everyone will always be amazed at the fact that Rebellion, out of all the developers that have died in this gen, managed to survive. Yeah, that's interesting. Like THQ, you know, long gone, but Rebellion. Well, I Still love here. that last game. And this one was published by Namco, and the other ones are published by, like, 505 or something like that. Or- well, that would be because 505 will publish anything, whereas Namco Bandai would be considered an actual publisher. Well, <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. snap. So, and of course, there's no online on my original Xbox, but that's okay, because <sighs> I don't want to play online anyway. No, there, maybe there is. I don't know. There, you, you, there are ways to hack an Xbox to get online multiplayer. Like there were people even trying to mod Star Wars Battlefront Two on there at one point, but um, it's just too much work, really. There's like Open Spy for PlayStation Two, though. Seriously, if you are playing a PlayStation Two and you have enough friends, look into Open Spy. But um, yeah, there's not much else beyond that. And I guess it's now my turn. Well, yeah, I was just going to make one last okay. comment about the Go graphics because I plugged it into my regular CRT television. You can see it right oh. there on the corner of the screen. And it's it's just amazing how much you appreciate high definition and the wider screen setting that modern games have because it's just – I feel like I'm missing so much on this screen <laughs> There's not as much detail, and there's just not as much to see. Well, you do get minor input delay. Depends on the kinds of games. Well, Ted, if you actually... I realize you're not loving the game, so you're probably not going to consider it anyway, but um, there is an alternative. It's also on PC, the original. In fact, I know a friend who has it. He has it on Steam. So um, you could actually get it on there if you'd prefer to play it on PC. You'd probably have a lot better control and everything. Things would definitely be a lot less twitchy, I imagine. Every single Let's Play that I saw on YouTube, was, they were all PC. There's nobody that has an Xbox version of a playthrough well, on YouTube. You better make a video of it. I should, yeah, right? Well, you, Especially and have my camera yeah, on my face, yeah, and right? and stare wide-eyed at it. Stare wide-eyed and stick my tongue out. <laughs> that was the best video I've seen in a long time. I'm, I'm never doing that again, I can tell you that. I think I'll I'm play Hearthstone to do that. Stop it. <laughs> I'm never doing that again, that's Why for sure. Not? You make uh, us all happy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm done. I hand it over to you. Okay. Well, as I think I've mentioned before, I've been playing Silent Hill Downpour. It utterly sucks. And it's amazing. Oh, well, okay, sorry. <laughs> Long podcast. It, it sucks in an amazing way. It actually is very good at certain points at being a horror yeah. game. It takes a lot to scare me in a game, and Downpour does that. There are a few points where it's like you trans. It's give it's me an silent, example of the scare. It's silent. Oh, oh, <laughs> in Silent Hill, there's the concept of the normal world and the other world. The other world is where a lot of the nasty stuff happens. Right. It feels as if the game nice. itself is like it's like the game itself is like you know a Silent Hill story onto its own. Occasionally. You go into the normal world where Silent Hill Downpour is actually a fairly good game. And then almost 90% of the time you're in other world where there are moral choices that have nothing to do. Literally, you make your choice. It has no impact on the story. It changes nothing other than the ending. It just adds to a morality score. The best, most actually genuinely terrifying moments are when the game understands to let the players scare themselves to build up with atmosphere, to take it slow, to take it simple, to actually make the circumstances difficult and horror-like, where it'll actually feel like you're in a horror story. It's quite well done when it does that. It's just that, unfortunately, most of the dev team behind it, and they've only, and while a bunch of them are from 2K Chess, the only game they technically made before Downpour was um, Expatriate Russian Attack, as in Rush In. Yeah, it was, oh, it was yeah. really 
That's a that was, great title. <laughs> yeah. It was originally a Nintendo game, yeah, uh, so classic we, Nintendo. Russian Attack. We call game Russian Attack. <laughs> because we Can I interject in a quick attack. question? A Silent Hill question. Yes. I picked up this game for the Xbox called Silent Hill 2. Oh, you lucky bastard. Restless Dreams. <laughs> now, is that Silent Hill 2? That yeah. is Silent Hill 2. The only Okay. Thing. All right. It's the you great got, the great You one. got bonus content. You got bonus content basically. The PC director's cut and the Xbox version both got bonus things. It's kind of like the same thing actually happened with Metal Gear Solid 2 and Metal Gear Solid 1 when they released on PC and Xbox. They got bonus stuff on top the thing is it's better for you to get it on xbox than on pc because back that was back in the day when japanese pc ports were worse than they are even now it was like super awkward yeah. and, and it says additional it's playable character maria she's one of the more, cool characters more secrets revealed new areas weapons and items enhanced graphics and lighting no, no it's good to actually that you get it on an older console because you don't have to deal with the we removed all the fog from silent hill oh, they fixed that in the ps3 version that's what i'm saying in hd yeah. click but only ps3 xbox gamers screw you you know it's still nice to have an all older right. version of a game but um like how it was originally intended because hd remakes can be a little iffy oh yeah i know i know i'm still happy to play time stories the way i did however i've actually been playing with my dad something that i'm liking much more Lost Planet 3. I finally got it. I am really enjoying it. I mean, what is it called? Lost Planet 3? Lost Planet 3. Oh, that series. The one made by Spark. Yeah. People didn't like it very much. (laughs) Yeah. uh, The thing is, people don't like Spark Unlimited because they made some bad Call of Duty games and they made Legendary, which was an awesome concept that they did horribly, apparently. Yaiba, Ninja Gaiden Z. Yeah, but the thing is, Lost Planet Three. It's like it's like they carried off all the bad people at Spark Unlimited who make not so good games and put them <laughs> on Yubai, and they had everyone who's actually good at a game make this one on Lost Planet Three. Seriously, it's just the writers are having so much fun and putting so much charisma and everything, and the actors. These are not major name actors. I have not noticed Nolan North yet. I consider that a high mark for a game. Congratulations! I did not actually notice Nolan North in your cast already. And it just you mean there's games that he's not in. Yeah, like what? <laughs> Lost Planet Three, apparently. And the thing is, like, there's, for example, there when you're running back and forth to the command center, there's this one guy constantly standing there working on something. And in a normal game, he wouldn't say anything. Here, you know. He'll, you're, you, when you walk by the first time, he's like, oh, you're a new guy. Hi. And then when you walk back, and in the game, it's been like, you're like an hour later in the game, and he's possibly like, I've not just been standing here for like an hour, uh, just to be clear. Uh, nothing like, like that. And then when you run back again to your, your rig again, he's like, are you just running laps or something? And I'm curious to see how many more lines this guy has to say. There's that much detail and concern put into everything. Every character has a motivation and interaction. It feels almost more like a TV show than a game. And I consider that a good thing. It reminds me of Mass Effect 2, honestly. How's the shooting? Shooting's all right. It's a bit mechanical, and the performance does take a hit every now and then, but it's it's sure as hell better than Downpour. Probably the PC versions are the best for that kind of thing, right? Unfortunately, the PC version's multiplayer community is dead, and I wanted to actually try the multiplayer. Oh, uh. So yeah. I moved. So I had to go to PS3 because consoles always have longer holdouts. Yeah, because <laughs> they're playing it longer. Too many PC games. That's probably why. Yeah, well, but- I'm a little sad. But it wouldn't read my Silent Hill 2 disc. Oh, that's an Xbox thing. Yeah. Oh, you might, <laughs> Ted. You might. There's there's two things you can do. Um, Blowing it. Uh, well, I'm going to suggest <laughs> wrong era. <laughs> You can get your discs refined, re-refined. There are like at smaller game shops and stuff like that. You can and places you can actually send your discs to get refined. They'll make them playable again. Yeah, I'm taking it back to the place I got it, and they'll they have a machine. I've seen it, so it's okay. I'll then, give then. it a try. At least yeah. Silent Hill is cheap. You could probably find that anywhere now. No, yeah. Silent Hill still still runs for like thirty bucks in certain places. Really? <laughs> I honestly scary. don't remember what I paid for it, but it was it wasn't that much. So. actually, the PC version I was looking at it on eBay. Um, the PC version runs for about 40 or more. Oh, that's dumb. <laughs> no one should pay that much. Now, as for what the, uh, to finish up the, as for what oh, I'm yes. playing, I've actually been playing something that isn't a digital game. It involves a computer, but it's not a digital game. 
I've been playing with my role-playing buddies in um, one of our old role-plays. These are some of the guys I met actually playing Battlefront 2 way back in the day. And um, we just kind of were like, okay, let's just go nuts and start taking characters from various universes and everything and stick them together into a multiverse, like as if this were, you know, like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But we're sticking things like... Ironically, the guy who wants to be a cop at some point in his life chose to bring in Arendelle from Frozen. Whereas another guy has brought in Cybertron, and I brought in an alternate Transformer from a different Cybertron. Are you guys dressing up in costumes and running around? Is this what's happening? <laughs> no, it's done in a chat room. Cosplay! It's done in a chat room, but we've been, we used to do it for years back in the day, and we, we were trying to do more serious stuff. And no, the guy it's who LARPing. It's LARPing. Down. They're live-action role-playing. We're not LARPing. <laughs> LARPing? Oh, I didn't know that You're word. You're not LARPing. Yeah, go We're look doing that it. up later. Yeah, look up LARPing. Look up European LARPing in like the battles. Thing. European LARPing. I didn't even know it got that specific. It's regional. Yes. Seriously, the European stuff. You know like how you see the battles in Lord of the Rings? Your wife will appreciate this. There are people reenacting them with accurate armor and everything. We are not that. Okay. We're just a couple of guys who spend a couple hours every uh, every other night or something. Dressing you know, in our just elven cloaks. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys, I guess, just sort of talk through stuff. And oh, yeah, just it. Like and the thing is, yeah. we don't do it like Dungeons & Dragons because we all hate the dice rolls and everything. I know that there are going to be Dungeons & Dragons players gasping. <gasps> but here's the thing. Over the course of three days... My, my main character has gone from being the lead scientist of a nation yeah. to now currently being held under arrest whilst uh, an anthropomorphic raccoon is going to be trying to start a revolution. And there's going to be two different types of Transformers coming to blows. And that all happened over just the course of three sessions. If this were D&D, we'd have killed a few Ents, maybe, if but, we were lucky. But you would have rules. Yeah, yeah, we have rules. They're very simple system. rules. Yeah, like don't kill each other. And uh, oh, no one's died yet. <laughs> but the is point anybody is saying let fun. it go from Frozen? You know. No, but there actually is a rule that on Arendelle, whenever you're there, you can actually break out into song, and no one will notice. There's also no swearing on Arendelle. A censor would always will play over it every time you do it. <laughs> That's kind of funny. That's you know what I I think this is great that friends are enjoying each other, being creative and talking and and using their imaginations and all that stuff. They could be out like smoking dope or something, but they're yeah. Well, Hey, it was 420 yesterday. I would so never expect that's Zachary's tip. Anyone in my role playing group to be smoking dope? No. Yeah, yeah, bring fun. all your illicit substances nice to, to a lot. That is hilarious. Just the idea. No. No. Everyone bring your illicit no, substances no. to Elijah's get togethers. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Doing the pots, you know, all that stuff. I know all about that stuff. I'm 48, but I, I, I wasn't born yesterday. You'll, you didn't inhale, so it's fine. <laughs> Bill Clinton jokes. Boom. Oh, we well have done. it all. So. That right, is well, true. I imagine I have to about wrap this up at this point. Yeah, that was a, are, this has I'm been a very over. weird podcast, man. It's been weird. Well, Ted is going to make a new theme song, supposedly. So I'm working on it. Ted, will this you? better not just be you scatting. No, no, no. No, no. It's it's a genuine, specially made theology gaming little bumper song. Yeah, with a xylophone. Sure, I'll put some xylophone in there on special request. All right. No problem. It better include an allude to Stan Lee's – or not Stan Lee. Stan Bush's You Got the Touch. Yep. Yep. And and a drum solo. Well, And at least one person getting thrown in the mosh pit. So, you know, I am doing this for free, right, on my own time. I can do do with it whatever I want. Yeah. And and screaming. And screaming. And Zachary will still take it because – there's nobody else doing it for him. No, because nobody's a music person. <laughs> you had some rap artist that you were counting on, Didn't but I came work through. Out. I came works. through. Yeah, Ted always comes through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He. All right. Maybe he'd jump on a grenade for me. I don't know. I I would in a game maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Press the A button. Jump on grenade. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'd do that for you. I'd take a bullet. I'd take a digital grenade for you. <laughs> Press X to let friend die. <laughs> Press X to die. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been the Theology Gaming Podcast. Thanks to Ted Loring and Elijah Beam for being here. You could find Ted on wildmanted.com and on Twitters. And, and twitching. Elijah, yes, Twitters. You can find Elijah on the game skinny. And, and at Paradigm Fallen on Twitter, if you don't mind me interrupting Spock. Oh, and the and, unabridged gamer. My dog is licking my And a dog who's yes, our official and, mascot. Bring it up. Which Get one up. is it? And actually, if you are listening and listening current, I am currently doing Bro Month on Unabridged Gamer. I've done Gears of War Judgment and Army of Two the Fortieth Day. And next up is God of War Ascension, and it may be my longest review yet. Yeah, that's really about bros. Bros before hoes, man. Don't start that topic. Don't start that. We're not. We are not talking about I that feel ashamed tonight. for saying that. Yeah, it, you, it, you make me feel deep shit. It, it's it's such a stupid. And the thing is, the game has this weird, almost fetish with face stomping. It's not just that one character. Cool. See you, Dad. All right, bye, 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 bye. Okay. Oh, oh no, oh no. The dog <laughs> will not let in. The dog, dog wants in. He wants oh. in. Dog attack. <laughs> Oh!